Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He may be opinionated, but he never jumps to conclusions. This is The Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. I'm on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. And then there's the website, RoyGreenShow.com, and you can listen back to anything that we air and read the posts and share your thoughts. That's RoyGreenShow.com. Now, Saskatchewan jury again found that Gerald Stanley was not guilty of second-degree murder in the death of 22-year-old Colton Bushy on Friday. An all-white jury and the justice minister and attorney general for Canada Jody Wilson-Raybould tweeted, My thoughts are with the family of Colton Bushy tonight. I truly feel your pain, and I hear all your voices. As a country, we can and must do better. I'm committed to working every day to ensure justice for all Canadians. What I'm seeing on email, John uh, writes in part, I served on a jury when I was 18, 1981. I still remember the facts very clearly. However, I don't remember at all about how dark or light the defendant's skin was or anything about the kids that he stabbed in self-defense. Scott Newark is a former Alberta Crown prosecutor. He's also the former executive director of the Canadian Police Association. Scott, uh, this particular statement or tweet by the justice minister, is there any concern about that? Oh, absolutely. I, In fact, when I saw it, I... Uh, sent out an email to, to friends of mine. This was, uh, I think, a, a complete uh, error on the part of the justice minister. It undermines the public confidence in the justice system by suggesting inherently that the uh, jury was somehow racist. Um, I, I, and I very much uh, echo the comments that you referred to earlier about the uh, attorney general, I think it was from Washington State, That's right. that by definition our justice system uh, relies on public confidence. And these kinds of politicized statements by the minister and the prime minister are just grossly inappropriate. That doesn't mean that there isn't a legitimate issue to look at in terms of individual cases and or jurisdictions about the use of jury challenges, but you don't do it immediately following uh, a, a jury verdict that, you know, she wasn't in the courtroom, she doesn't know what the evidence was, she doesn't know how uh, the individual witnesses presented themselves, and to imply, as she obviously is, that the jury was racist, I think is uh, disgraceful. Do you think that uh, this particular tweet, and the Prime Minister got into it as well, I don't think there was anything significantly wrong with what he tweeted, but uh, do you think that this could have a chilling effect, not only on future juries, but also on prosecutors, judges? Um, you can you can almost uh, it does make you wonder, doesn't it, that as to whether or not, for example, uh, people in the future will decide I don't think I really want to be on a jury, okay, and so that uh, they'll uh, then uh, try to find reasons to have themselves exempted from being selected as a juror. That's already an issue uh, in uh, in Canada, at least it was in my day. Um, and, again, it goes back to the notion of public confidence. Um, and you don't want to have this sort of a politically correct uh, parrot on your shoulder watching over things. People in these positions, and I'm speaking specifically of uh, the, the prosecutor, 
because that's the individual who is obviously coming under the criticism in the jury selection process. They have a public obligation in the duties that they perform. Uh, and uh, the same is true, frankly, of uh, defense counsel as well, even though they represent the... And I think it was in Dave's, uh, David Butt's uh, column, he made that point quite well, uh, that you know they have an obligation to their client, but if they're using what is given to them for an improper purpose, like to exclude jurors based on race, then that is something that legitimately uh, requires being addressed. But for the Justice Minister of Canada to come out within, I, I, I believe, you know, hours of the verdict and suggesting, obviously, that the uh, the jury was racist, I think is inappropriate. I just want to take one call. Can you stay with me? Sure. All right. Yeah. John is in uh, Saskatoon. The case did happen in uh, in Saskatchewan. John, what's your thinking? Well, uh, my thinking, Roy, is um, we've had an incident in another town farther up north where three young Native uh, people killed a restaurant owner in cold blood that robbed him, 70-year-old man, and nothing's been made of this. I've heard nothing. I've heard the guy pled guilty, and that was the end of it, went under the carpet. Why such a big thing about this instant when there was nothing about the other instant? Scott, any thoughts on that? You were a prosecutor. Well, I, I think, sir, uh, did, you, did you say, though, that the guy that was accused actually pled guilty? Yes, they pled guilty. Okay, that's the difference. This is a case about where somebody had pled not guilty, and in effect, it's not the crime that's being examined, it's the process that determined innocence or guilt. So I think that's the reason why it's getting the attention that the uh, case you mentioned didn't. Is it there... It doesn't diminish the circumstances of what you're talking about, sir, but I think that's probably the reason why there's a difference. Yeah, Scott, is there, a, is there an issue of racism in our justice system? Is... is does that have to be looked at? Does it have to be addressed? Or well, is the system know, really uh, blind? I, I actually think this case, if it does turn out to be correct, as it appears to have been alleged in some of the stories, that the guy's lawyers used their, uh, uh, it's called peremptory challenges, where uh, the lawyer, you can just, you can challenge somebody for being on the jury uh, f- without any justification or any criteria. If that actually turns out to be the case, then I think that is uh, a legitimate issue to be looked at. But to the larger question about racism in the, in the justice system, I remember having to do a, a comment about this, because where I prosecuted was on the edge of the uh, four richest Indian reserves in the, uh, the country. Um, and uh, it was proof that money was not the, uh, the solution, because it was like the most violent place around. Um, but, you know, people said, well, the system was inherently racist because it was a disproportionately high number of aboriginals in the justice system or incarcerated. And I remember the time saying, well, actually, the reason there's a disproportionately high number of aboriginals in the justice system or incarcerated is because there's a disproportionately high number of aboriginals committing crimes. Okay? That's a legitimate issue, but it's a political issue, not a criminal justice issue. So I think we need to get some uh, larger syst- uh, systemic uh, uh, problems that go beyond the justice system straight, and people like uh, Justin Trudy and uh, Judy Wilson-Raybould should maybe start looking in the mirror for some answers, too. Well, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's so much talked about uh, as far as our justice system is concerned, and you and I have been talking about it for 25-plus years, and uh, the issue of race has always been sort of there. In some cases, it's been more strongly a, a factor. In others, it's just sort of been in the background, but it's, but it's never been totally absent. No, no, of, of course not. And, and it was also French, help, English, and English French. Yeah, and you can't help but look at you know, the performance of our justice system over decades and decades yeah. and decades, 
if its object now is, you know, to reintegrate people and to rehabilitate them, it's obviously got some defects when it comes in terms of Aboriginal offenders, doesn't it? Because yeah. the performance result, measured by performance no, results, not by genetics. I'll never forget what the uh, Correctional Service Canada person said. You're all non-convicted, what was it, non-convicted offenders in, in the, the community. community. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Newark, thank you very much for coming on at very short notice. <laughs> All right, Roy. Always good talking to you. Bye-bye. Scott Newark, former Crown Attorney and a former Executive Officer of the Canadian Police Association on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So, um, David Butt doesn't feel that the comments by the Attorney General and Justice Minister were particularly difficult or, or damaging. And Scott Newark has a different view of the comments made by the Justice Minister. When we come back, we're going to be joined by one of the most dominant, or at least, uh, well, she is dominant, and prominent members of Canada's Parliament, Michelle Rempel. Stay with us. <laughs> 